All right, welcome back to another episode of Three Idiots Talking About Sports. <laughs> another one. Another one. <laughs> this is From the Stands podcast. This is the true episode 10. We messed up last time. That was episode 9. So we're back at it. Another exciting week in sports. March is madness. And you said the exact same thing last week. Well, it was. <laughs> and it's still March and it it's still, still madness. Um, some shakeups in the point system last week. Lance had a very solid week with four points. It was, exact, it was exactly what I needed. And I should have gone undefeated last week, but UCLA is a bunch of bums. I told so. you Drew Timmy was going to carry the Zags to that dub, and he did. The freaking veteran postal service man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he gets it done down low. Lance had four last week. I had Trace last week. And, and I Joe, shit the bed. With Joe you. had a really <laughs> tough week with two. Some of the games that got um, Lance some points. So the Maple Leafs-Hurricanes game was a big one for Lance. He really needed that. That was my first loss in hockey so far. Um, Lance also got the Nuggets against the Bucks, but uh, me and Joe kind of got screwed on that one. Pretty sure Giannis sat out. Oh, did he? I didn't. I thought he sat out the first game. I didn't know he sat out that game too. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, I think he sat out. But um, point is a point. A point is a point, and now we are very close in the standings. With only we've got this week and two more to go, so we've got three weeks to go. And how many points are you apart? You two? We're two points apart. So, Ooh, okay. so, Joe is now up to 28 points. I'm up to 27 points. It's the closest I've been to the lead all year. And Lance is bringing up the rear, but a lot closer than he has been all season. He's at 25. We've got three weeks just to get two points. What if there's a, uh, what if there's a tiebreaker for last? If there's a tie. Uh, we'll have to go look at the rule book for that one. Okay. The rule book, which we have to write. <laughs> uh, I haven't figured that one out yet. We got some more exciting matchups that we're going to pick from this week. Obviously, we've got to start with the final four games. We've got FAU versus San Diego State. And this is an interesting matchup. Am I going first? Sure, I'll let you go first on this one. Okay. I am going to stick with the hot hand and someone who looks like they are ready to roll into the national championship, and that's Florida Atlantic University. I think they're going to take down. SD State, they've just been playing really good ball recently. I would love to take FAU. The Cinderella story, the nine seed all the way to the natty would be absolutely insane. But San Diego State has a great defense. Even when they're not scoring really well, that defense has not seemed to miss a beat all tournament. And I think this is finally where FAU meets their match, and I'm going to rock with San Diego State. I was pulling for the uh, the Titers, the Alabama elephant guys. But um, <laughs> if you watch the game, I don't know if you guys watched it, I watched it. The uh, San Diego State completely dominated the board on Alabama. Alabama couldn't get a rebound to save their life, which is why Alabama lost that game. I think San Diego State's going to do the same thing to Florida Atlantic because it's a worse, or, um, not organization, but we team. get Yeah, I get what yeah. you're saying. Not, not as heavy as, I mean, they're not Alabama. They're not the best team in the country. So I'm taking San Diego State, Kawhi's alma mater. Solid. All right, next game up on the slate. And I think this will be a closer game than the FAU-San Diego State game. Really? We've got the UConn Huskies versus the Miami Hurricanes. I'm just going right in. So I'm taking UConn. And that team is just too good. Um, Miami's had a good run. 
They play some good basketball every now and then, but UConn is just – they've been here before. I'm also going to have to rock with UConn. I just think they were kind of – for a four seed, they were definitely overlooked in the tournament, and they came out and they basically slapped everyone they played in the mouth, right in the mouth. And I think they're going to come out and do the same thing to Miami. And it's also Miami's first time in the Final Four – First appearance as a school, so I think the nerves might take over a little bit. And, yeah, I got to rock with the Huskies. Yeah, UConn's won pretty sure every game in the tournament by 10 or more points. I'm, I don't know if it's going to – I think it's going to be eight points, but I think they're still going to get it done. Go Huskies. So we're all rocking the Huskies. All right, we have got our first baseball game pick of the pick'em season, and me and Lance are – Hype for opening day coming up. We've got a great game on the slate. The Cleveland Indian, I mean the Guardians, <laughs> versus the Seattle Mariners. It says it right here. All you have to do is read. Yeah, I did it on purpose. Oh, okay. Because it's the Cleveland Indians. The okay. Guardians is a terrible name. But we got the Guardians. I almost said it again. <laughs> We've got the Guardians versus the Mariners. I am going to take – I'm going to take Seattle to take opening day. It's a home game for Seattle. Um, they finally broke their playoff drought last year. It didn't go how they would have hoped, but they're hungry to just take it up another notch this year, and they've got some studs. I'm taking the Mariners. All right. I'm also going to have to rock with the Mariners on this one. They're coming in this season off their first playoff appearance in 20 years. 20-plus years, 30 years, something like that. Um, I think they're going to be a lot better this year than they were last year, and I think they're going to be a strong contender in the AL West. I'm going to rock with the Mariners. I don't know shit about baseball, so I'm going <laughs> to ride with the Mariners. But I do hope, just to piss you guys off, I hope that it ends on a pitch clock violation because I know that will piss the fuck out of you guys. I'll be so mad. I will be so – I will literally probably throw the remote at the TV. I will be so pissed. So that's what I'll be rooting for. <laughs> <laughs> Asshole. All right, next game we got up. We got the Dallas Mavericks ugh, versus the Atlanta Hawks. I'm taking the Mavs. From many years of being an Atlanta sports fan, I know that the Hawks are no different, and – they do not win a big game when you need them to, and I think this is going to be one of those high-octane games. Both teams are fighting for a playoff spot. I'm taking the Mavs. The Mavs are just really bad right now. There's no other way to put it. Since adding Kyrie, they have been absolutely horrendous. They finally snapped their four-game losing streak last night um, at Karat. Kyrie still only had 16 points, 6 assists. Like, he's not playing well. Lucas feeling the pressure of now having another quote-unquote superstar beside him playing and the team just underperforming, and I think it's a little bit too much for him. My Hawks are trying to get a little bit higher seed, maybe make their way out of the play-in and in just directly into the playoffs. I'm going to rock with the Hawks. All right, well, this matchup is between the two biggest crybabies in the entire league, between Trey Young and Luka Doncic. I've never seen two people bitch at the ref so much in my life. LeBron James. <laughs> I mean, LeBron's not every single – every time he's on offense, he doesn't whine. Those dudes, it's something else. Throwing balls at the ref and shit, getting ejected. I mean, that shit on. was funny. But I'm taking the uh, not-as-talented crybaby in Trey Young. I'm going to ride with the Hawks. 
because the Mavs are just a shit show. They lost back to back to the Hornets. That's just unacceptable for a team that wants to be in the playoffs. Yeah, not looking good at all. All right, final game on the slate is a sport that I, for some reason, just do really well at picking. <laughs> I took my first loss in it this past week. I don't see myself taking another one. We're going the Rangers versus the Devils in HL. This is a tough matchup for me because I don't know how to describe either team. I think I want to go with the Rangers. I think they've gelled a little bit better since they've gotten Patrick Kane. I just hope that he can play well for one night just to get me a win, so I'm going to go with the Rangers. Well, you won't pick up a point on this one anyways because I was already planning on going the Rangers. You taking the Rangers now solidifies it for me because I just need to block you on points at this point, and I am a smart player. So... I was already rocking with the Rangers anyways. Took a few games for Patrick Kane to get going up in New York, but he's got rocking and the Rangers are rolling, and we're going with the New York Rangers. I'm going to cock block both of you two. I'm going Rangers. They just beat the shit out of my Penguins, unfortunately. So Poverty. If I can have a good week, if I can have a good week, I'm back in business. You need them two wins. You need them two w- You need FAU to win bad. I'm not, I'm not asking for a ton. Um, <laughs> if I can at least get one of those points back, and just be down by one going into next week, I'll feel pretty good. The two would be just wonderful, but I'm not going to set my expectations that high right now. Down the home stretch here, I think Joe might have just made every single pick with me. you got you got to have some <laughs> technique. <laughs> I'm just going to start fucking picking off-the-wall shit. Um, but, yeah, okay, well, that concludes the pick em for this week, you fucking asshole. Got to do what you got to do, man. <laughs> hey, you know, I mean, I guess a win is a win. And uh, as in the great words of Ricky Bobby, second place is just the first loser. So, yeah. I mean, I'll take second, though, because I'd Lance love, is the I'd, real loser I'd at love, three. I'd love to be the first loser right now, but. That punishment live is looming large. Can't wait to see what we come up with. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like the way you said large right there, but okay, <laughs> move on. No, that's not what I mean. All right, yeah, we'll move on. We'll move on. All right, so some news this week in the Lamar Jackson saga here. I'm just ready for it to be over. It's so annoying. Apparently, Lamar requested a trade March 2nd before being tagged on the 7th. Any thoughts on that, guys? Did you like how he timed it, the tweet perfectly to right when um, Harbaugh was going up on to talk to the press? I didn't. I didn't notice that. No, it went right over my head. Two minutes before he was scheduled to meet with the press, Lamar sent out the tweet saying he requested a trade back in March or March second, and that's all they were asking for. <laughs> <the ball. laughs> it was funny. in the press conference. Yeah. <laughs> I think. Um, I think he's being another Le'Veon Bell. He's being a crybaby. Take your hundred and fifty million for being a glorified running back. You haven't done anything in the playoffs. You've had one MVP season. It was a it was a good MVP season, but it was a down year for quarterbacks. If we're being honest, he it, led the league in and passing. Season. Yeah, he's never going to do that again. You're never going to see that again from him. Um, in my opinion, he is a above average quarterback in the league, but he's not on. He's not tier A. He's tier B. Um, he's I don't, like he's like Kirk Cousins with legs. Yeah, pretty much. Nah, Kirk Cousins is accurate with the football, man. Well, that's what he's saying. So, Kirk is better throwing, but Lamar's better running, and they get about the same results. They're going to take their team to the playoffs and then choke 
first round, if they make it past the first round by some miracle, they're 100% a guaranteed second-round exit. Um, you got to win playoff games to get paid the big money, man. Unless you're Deshaun Watson, but, you know, I well, mean. We'll see what Josh Allen gets. I'm, I'm, see if your theory holds on that one because Josh Allen's not the best playoff quarterback. No, but he, I would still say his track record in the playoffs is better than Lamar's. I don't know. How many playoff games has he won? Two or three, I think. Really? Yeah. No, not Lamar, Josh Allen. I know. Yeah. I think he's been to the Well, he top. makes it past the first round pretty much every year. He's usually oh, – okay, let me look it up. Hold I think on. he's made the conference championship once, maybe. They have played in the – yeah, because that they, was the conference championship against the Chiefs where – Gabe Davis had like three touchdowns. Yeah, and they played amazing, okay, and then yeah, the Chiefs okay. got the ball. With like 13 seconds left? No, the Chiefs got the ball first in overtime, and they lost on that. That Remember, because yeah, that's all they talked about this last offseason. He's 4-4 four four in the playoffs, so it's not as bad as Lamar. Well, yeah, he's at least 500, and he at least has more than one win. Yeah. I don't know. I think Lamar's a $150 million man. Shit. $180 million man, at least in the environment that the NFL is right now. I think he's one of those guys you just keep for a rookie deal, and then you get rid of him, to be honest. Because once his rookie deal's up, he's in already injury-prone. He's already inflated ego. I mean, it's just not worth the trouble. If I'm the Ravens, I'm not even worried about it because I've got Tyler Huntley as my backup, who is not terrible. I mean, shit, they won two Super Bowls with Joe Flacco and Trenton Dilfer, so. Yeah, I mean, their MO has always been, at least with Harbaugh, has always been more defense than offense. So, but do you think do you think anybody trades for Lamar? What do we think happens with Lamar? Because right now, I'm kind of up in the air because there's so many different things that can happen right now because – as a team, if I'm looking at it, I think the smarter option, in my opinion, would be to trade for him than to offer him a contract because then you owe the Ravens two first-round picks. You yeah. might get out of you'll, – you'll still probably end up having to give up one if you trade for him, but I think you get out of giving up two because the Ravens don't really have much leverage when it comes to Lamar right now. Yeah, and if you're – if you're trying to make a trade for him, you can negotiate with the Ravens instead of negotiating with, with Lamar. Lamar. Yeah. And, and his mama. Yeah, which is I it's just I think it's a it's a poor situation for all parties involved and I think Lamar's ego is just really skyrocketed and he he's made a bad bet on himself, honestly. And rocking with no agent and expecting to get two hundred and thirty million dollars guaranteed is just I mean, it's kind of comical, in my opinion. Yeah, You're out here, just you and your mama, walking into, you know, these boardrooms full of NFL execs. To me, that just shows that he's got ego problems. To think that he's so high above everybody else that he doesn't need somebody to represent him to the... Yeah, you don't even need an agent. Yeah. Like, that's absolutely absurd. The $230 million I could have warranted because of Deshaun's contract, and... Lamar's done more in the league, in my opinion, than Deshaun has, especially since Deshaun got that contract before he was even cleared of all his allegations. Everybody but knows to it, the Browns are the worst organization in well, sports. Well, yeah, and that's why he got that kind of money. But if you're, yeah, if you're looking at it from Lamar's perspective, how are you thinking that you're going to go out and get that money for yourself by yourself with no agent? It just doesn't. It, it honestly doesn't make any sense to me. It's comical. It's laughable. And he's completely mishandled the situation, in my opinion. 
had he just came back if he could have. I'm not saying he was faking his injury, but I feel like he definitely dragged it out. I think he was injured to begin with, but I don't think it warranted how long he sat out, right? If he would have just came back and been a team player and finished the season. Took that extra loss in the playoffs, went one and three. Or maybe grabbed a first-round win. I mean, the Bengals? I don't think so. Probably not, but you never know. You you never know. That's it probably could why have happened. Sat out because then if he came back, they'd be like, "Well, you're one and three in the playoffs, man." Yeah, but I, I in, in my opinion, it looks worse the way he finished the season, just being a fucking bum and sitting on the sidelines because he was mad that the Ravens aren't offering two hundred thirty million dollars guaranteed. I just think it's a little ridiculous. I think if you come out and you play the games that you can at the end of the season after injury, you show people you want to play. You show people you're a team player, you're a teammate, right? And then maybe you ball out to end the season and people are like, oh, okay, all right, Lamar's like, Lamar's going to have another MVP season last year. Instead, you sit, you don't look like a good teammate, you don't look like a good team player, you don't look like a quarterback who wants to win, you look like a crybaby who's pouting because he can't get $230 million guaranteed. Yeah, he pulled a... Mini Le'Veon Bell at the end of the season, this past season, because I what did he sit out for like eight weeks? At least six, six yeah. to six to eight weeks. Six to eight weeks. Four of those weeks was his injury, because his injury was not that bad. No. And then the rest of it was Patty Mahomes. Was where the hell my money? On. Where the hell my money at? Yeah, Patrick Mahomes was playing in the Super Bowl on a bum ankle. Well, not Patrick just, Mah- not just the Super Bowl. It was yeah, he also played in the, the AFC Championship. Exactly, and won. Lamar, your bank. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't make me feel good. <laughs> They'll be back next year. But, yeah, it's just, I mean, in NFL GMs, uh, I would say NFL GMs have a pretty good memory. And if I was a GM right now, the only thing I'd be thinking when I see Lamar acting this way is Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell. We, Why we all, the Jets don't want him? Yeah, we all, saw, <laughs> we all saw how that panned out. Same position, everything. <laughs> yeah, literally, two <laughs> running backs. We'll see. I think he probably starts the season on the Ravens roster, if I had to guess. I don't think he signed. If he doesn't get a trade, like, I don't think he signs a tag. You don't think he signs a tag? Really? Yeah. I, don't, I think I don't. he'd be stupid not to. I mean. If, he, if it comes time for, like, we're almost to, like, OTAs, and nobody has offered him. That's exactly what Le'Veon Bell did, though. We'll see. Hold up for a fat guaranteed contract. Yeah, but I think I think you really got to be stupid now to think that if you couldn't get one right now, that sitting out an entire year with no game film and just being a fucking crybaby is going to get you more money oh, the following offseason. But then again, he sat out a whole year. So did Deshaun. And look what Deshaun got. Two, That's what he's doing. two different scenarios. The Browns, the Deshaun Browns, didn't the Browns sit. Were, Deshaun didn't sit out. I know that but by choice. The Browns were desperate. They shouldn't have been though. I, they they shouldn't t- have been, but they shouldn't. I think been. Baker Mayfield gets way too much hate. They I would take Baker Mayfield over Deshaun Watson, the rapist. Yeah, they should have. Uh, they should have <laughs> bought him a new wide receiver instead of giving him a new. What's yeah, get rid shit? of that bum ass OBJ, the crybaby who's. Yeah, you could. Time. You went out and spent two hundred thirty million dollars on Deshaun, but you couldn't go out and spend a hundred million dollars between two receivers to get Baker somebody to actually throw the ball to. That wouldn't pitch a fit whenever he didn't. They weren't open. Yeah, exactly. 
I don't know, man. They should have bought him another wide and receiver. And had rubber bands for ACLs. I think all those commercials. I think I'll, I'll go with you. I think either he either starts on the Ravens roster this year. Don't mean he plays, but either signs a tag and he's on the Ravens roster, or he if he signs is, a tag, that means he has to come back and play. Or else he doesn't get the money. Oh, so he can't just like... He can't just sit out and sign the tag. That's not how it works. What if he came back and played like two games and then was like... It goes in increments, so each week you lose a certain amount of money. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know. I, I've so never the, really... The tag's like what? Into those tag's like what, 34 if he plays two weeks? He'll probably make like maybe like $7 million. I don't know if he'd make that much, but... Four or five he million make, He'd make a couple million dollars. He either signs a tag or he is an unsigned free agent. But he can't sign because they... Well, I, that's why I put the the quotations around free agent because technically he's a free agent because other teams can offer him, um, but he's not in the sense of like as soon as somebody offers him, he can't just sign. But I don't I don't see a trade happening. It makes me really happy though as a Steelers fan that this is happening. Oh, I'm sure it does. It's very very heartwarming. I mean, I didn't we we pretty much fucked Lamar up to begin with in every game. It's not really that much of a big deal for us, but you know. It's nice to not have to worry about the qu- the quarterback anymore. Yeah, but there's still another one that you're gonna have to nah, suffer. You're with. counting them out, Tyler Huntley. Get the fuck out of here. No, I'm not uh, talking about Tyler Huntley. Who you talking about? I'm talking about Joe Burrow. Oh, I'm just talking about the the, the Ravens. The Ravens. Yeah. Oh, okay. We don't got to worry about. You can look past a team in that division. I mean, yeah, yeah, we don't got to win the division, even though we have a shot. But now <laughs> the wild card is okay, that much the, easier. The every team has a shot to win the division. The Browns? The Browns have a shot to win the no, division this year. No, they don't. If the Steelers have a shot to win the division this year, the Browns got a shot to win the, the division this year. The Browns are the Browns, dude. Come on now. Yeah, but the Browns have a better quarterback than the Steelers. No, they don't. <laughs> Deshaun <laughs> Watson's a rapist bum. He's been out of the league for a year. It, he has a better – he has a better he's, – he's more talented than Kenny Pickett. With his legs running the football, but that doesn't mean shit as a quarterback – that's why Lamar's he's one a, and two in the Yeah, playoffs. but he's a better he's a better passer than Lamar. No, he's not. Yes, he is. Than Lamar, maybe not than Kenny. I'm taking Kenny over Deshaun. I just haven't seen enough of Kenny. Watch the games. I'm not watching Steelers games. Then I'm a, fuck off. I'm asleep by the first quarter. Yeah, but even even to Lance's point, you haven't we haven't seen enough out of Kenny Pickett because he he plays he's played one season. Yep. And he's all and he didn't even he wasn't even the starter at the beginning of the season. Yeah. You should uh, – and all the spotlight's on George Pickens because he's a – he's the – George Pickens ain't even the number one wide receiver. Yeah, but he's an Antonio Brown 2.0, soon to be. He's not – no. No. That's the NFL's NBA young boy, man. What you talking about? Yeah, that dude's a freaking weirdo. <laughs> he is goofy, but he's a dog. Literally. George Bulldog. He's a dog, yeah. That's what I no. – I wish we'd get rid of Deontay Johnson, though, because he's a fucking bum. Bum. I knew that was coming. I immediately knew um, that was coming. Okay, so on to quarterbacks who need to get or who are requesting trades. What do we think is going happening with Aaron Rodgers? He's probably just he's probably going to go to the Jets. I thought so, but we're now like three weeks, four weeks into this. I think what's probably Jets, happening Packers is trade. The, the Packers want a first round pick. The Jets are going to wait till after the draft so they don't have to give up this year's first round pick. I think that's probably what's happening. Yeah, because OTA's be smart move. OTAs aren't until 
And you hey. know Aaron Rodgers isn't going to play for the Packers anyways. So they lost any leverage. Well, they lost all the leverage. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. So they the have Jets to move can, off of him. The Jets can just wait. Otherwise, wait it's just dead cap space. Yeah. Because he's going to get paid. You know that man's not going to go, eh, well, I can't play for the Jets, so let me retire. No, he'll be the backup this year and make $55 million. Yeah. Because if there is one thing we know, Aaron Rodgers knows how to get his money. You know who the top three highest paid quarterbacks are? It's an embarrassment. Rodgers? Yeah, he's number one. Wilson? Number two. Deshaun? Nope. Are we talking highest paid in terms of per contract year. value? Or so year. average annual. This is going to – this might stump me a little bit. Is it an older guy? No. It's a younger dude? Mm-hmm. Is it Josh Allen? No. It's not Patty, is it? It's going to be somebody is real. It, no, no, no. Is it? No. Okay. Never mind. It's going to be something real goofy, ain't it? Yeah. I just go and drop the third. Kyler fucking Murray. Oh, yeah. I forgot the fucking Cardinals gave him that absurd contract. Yeah. So that should just show you. I mean, you don't need the highest paid quarterback in the league to win because all three of those guys are. I mean, Aaron Rodgers had a bad year, but Russell Wilson and Kyler Murray are both average. Yeah, and Kyler Murray's not even going to play this year till like week seven or eight. That's if everything goes well with his rehab, and he's cleared to play by week seven or eight. They might not see him till closer to playoff time. <laughs> you know they're not I mean, going to the playoffs. No, so. <laughs> they might no. probably loving it though. He gets to play all his war zone and shit. He might. He might uh, be healthy enough to fly down to Cancun to meet the team at the end of the season. Yeah, yeah, he might. Yeah, that's such a that's so that's hilarious. Especially considering that Patrick Mahomes was just given a blank checkbook and said, hey, write your, uh, write your price. What do you want? Well, the thing about good quarterbacks is they know that they, they can't have all the money if they want to win. Yeah, fair enough. That's why Tom Brady was, I don't think, in his 24 years of playing, was never the highest-paid quarterback in the league. It's a big separator between, I don't think you ever saw Peyton Manning as the highest-paid quarterback. I don't know about that one. Uh, maybe maybe late in his career, maybe with that Broncos team. Yeah, because I think that defense was super young. When he yeah, like all the only guy getting paid big money on that defense, I'm pretty sure, was Vaughn Miller at the time. So they had some money to splurge on Peyton. But, yeah, I mean, for the most part, all of these winning quarterbacks are not they're not even top, like, three, top five in highest paid. It's pretty crazy. It'll be interesting to see what the Bengals and the Chargers end up doing, though, with having to sign their quarterbacks. to Herbert and Burrow are getting paid. Yeah, but I think Burrow's smart enough to be like, don't like I don't need like three hundred million dollars. Mm, it'll be interesting to see what happens with Herbert because I get there's two ways to look at this. Right now, that organization sucks. They've always sucked, and they always will suck. So if I'm Justin Herbert, I might be more inclined to go, eh, I want my bag. I ain't going to win nothing here regardless of how much money y'all got. So Is, is this the last year on both their contracts? I'm pretty sure. Should be, yeah. If the Chargers – this is a hot take, but this is what I see with the Chargers. If they don't do anything this year, no playoffs, no playoff win, no nothing, Herbert is not re-signing. He's going somewhere else. We'll see. I mean, it's just hard because of the tags. I hate the franchise tags, by the way. I absolutely hate those. 
Those are ridiculous. Yeah, but you if can you're, like you can like refuse a tag. You can be like, no, I don't want to be tagged. Yeah, but that doesn't mean you can just go sign anywhere. Yeah, but oh, that's the whole point is that it, you're not a free agent. Like half these guys, like Lamar is like. I'm just saying when his rookie contract is done, like they can still tag him. And then if they tag him and he goes and meets with another team and another team's like, yeah, we'll give you $250 million because we want you to be our guy. And the Chargers are like, well, shit, you're the only dude who gets us any type of ratings on TV. We'll give you 250 He's fucked. They can't go, ah, no, nah, I don't, I don't want to play for the Chargers. I'll take the $250 million elsewhere. He has no choice. Let's then get that other team to go, man, we'll give you 260 but as long as the team that he was currently playing for matches, he can't go nowhere. That's a completely different discussion for another day. What else do I have on my... We talked about March Madness, uh, the Jets-Packers trade, and like we said, I don't... It'll be interesting to see if it happens because it's been a while. I will flip my card over here. Oh, this is a good one, and I... Uh, me and, me and Joe will definitely have some interesting points on this one. Lucas Tech was rescinded the other night, so he was allowed to play. Are the refs ruining the NBA? Um, <laughs> it's kind of funny to watch, yeah, for sure. But both ways they are. Because they're calling shitty fouls that shouldn't be called to begin with. Like all the Shooting flopping. fouls and flops yeah, and that's all charges bullshit. and all that But then shit. also there's situations where they just don't like what a player is saying. And they just – I don't know if they want the attention, but they just throw them out for the – like, did you see the Kawhi thing? Yeah, it's a power trip. Yeah, Kawhi – I think he clapped his hands at the ref after – he actually was fouled on the on the shot. The ref gave him a tech, and then his teammate came up and put his hands up in front of the ref. The ref gave him a double tech and ejected him from the game. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I think, we saw it in the – I think it's a cross – Sports because the, the we saw it in the MLB the other day in a yeah, spring training game. That was JT Real Muto <laughs> reached back like this. Mind you guys, anybody who's watching, you guys might, but I know we don't. We don't have any eyes in the back of our head. So if my glove's up behind my head like this, um, and I'm looking this way, I'm gonna say that I can't see the glove, see the glove, see the ball, or see the ump. Right? All Real Muto does is thought he had the ball, so he starts to move his glove. And the ball falls out, and the ump's like, you piece of shit, you're gone. No, what it was was the ump threw, like, they called it a pitch clock violation on Kimbrell. And then the ump was like, all right, here's a new ball. And then Kimbrell was like, no, I want another ball. So he threw that ball away. So the first time Real Muto had seen the ump just throw the ball himself to Kimbrell. So he was like this, and then he was like, oh, he's probably just going to throw him the ball again. Yeah. Because he did it the first time, so he put his glove down. Yeah, and the ball just missed his glove. Yeah. And the umpire completely overreacted. It's just a power grab for these guys. They weren't ever good enough. Most of them were never good enough to actually play in the league that they're refing or umping. And so now they're like, oh, I got all the power all, all over these guys. So, oh, you want to talk shit to me? Cool, tech. You want to talk just, shit to – to me, cool, ejected. 
They just want their 15 seconds of fame because no one shows up to a game to watch. To watch the refs. To watch the refs or the Nobody's, umpires. like, running down the fucking sideline in an NFL game with the ref, like, yeah, and then when the ref calls the hold, he's like, yeah, holding. No, you're not doing that. You're not doing that at home. Like, nobody cares. The, you're only there because the players can't regulate the game themselves. It's the only reason you're there. I wonder if it would be better if they got somehow got former players to be refs. They have to pay him a shit ton of money, though. That's the thing. Yeah, that, that's why none of them are right now, because they've done made all their millions. They're like, yeah, I'm not going to go ref for 70 grand a year. But I bet the refing would probably be a lot better. It would be a lot better because players would know how to handle certain situations. Like a JT Real Muto situation, there's no former player that is immediately going to get his feelings hurt and be like, oh, I just got embarrassed on TV by JT Real Muto and go, you're gone. What they need to start doing in the MLB, though, is they need to start promoting and demoting umpires for, like, good and bad results. Like, if there's a guy in AAA right now and he's, you know, he's got a good zone and he's not acting out, oh, cool, we'll give you some opportunities in the majors. And if, like, fucking Angel Hernandez Hernandez, makes another bad call, all right, man, you're fucking up the game and we're going to send you to AAA for a couple weeks so you can get your shit together. Yeah, and then he might actually get his act together. Yeah. Instead of being the worst umpire in the fucking league for the last decade. Decade. It's so bad. It's so bad. He's the worst he's the worst ref across all the major sports. Anytime you're watching a bad. anytime you're watching a game and And Angel Hernandez is behind the plate. I mean any he, any position. Any, yeah, but any especially position. if he's behind the plate, if your team's playing, you just head in hands. Oh, well, we're fucked. Especially if he doesn't like somebody on the team. Like, this man holds grudges. Like, holds grudges. Dude's probably got, like, a hit list written on, like, his sock when he comes to the game or something. Like, oh, I'm going to fuck this dude up today. I'm going to make this dude have a bad game. This dude's definitely getting ejected as soon as his mouth <laughs> opens. Oh, he breathed? Okay, cool, you're gone. That's absolutely ridiculous. Anytime, Absolutely ridiculous. Yeah, anytime pregame the announcers say his name, doesn't not matter what position. He could be the he could be the left field umpire. And you're like, up oh, somebody's getting a free home run today. Yeah, or somebody's getting a free double when it's four feet foul. Yeah, dude's horrible. Absolutely horrible. But I don't want to keep harping on the refs because we they might find our podcast and find us. Fuck Ben Taylor. Fuck you. <laughs> we can cut that out. I just wanted to do that. I'll keep it. Yeah, I'll keep it in there. We won't get fined. I mean, we don't make any money to get fined. (laughs) (laughs) All right, next thing I want to talk about. LeBron is back on the court for the Lakers. Are the Lakers a playoff team? Lake contenders. Lake contenders. (laughs) Yes, they are a playoff team. They're not. They're not. They're a play-in team. They're a play-in team. They're not a playoff team. I think they win one game in the play-in. because They might, but they're going to take a – they're going to get bounced. In the first round. Right now, I think they're playing the Pelicans in the in the play-in, and they're beating the Pelicans. And then, What if Zion comes back for the play-in? He's just going to roll his ankle in the first quarter, and he's going to have to limp off the court. Valid point. And, um, uh, and, and lay-up drills, are you going to do that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pre-game dunk, just ankle snaps. I think there's one or two teams that they would have a chance against in the first round. What if it's Warriors-Lakers? What if the Warriors fall out? I think they have a chance if it's Warriors-Lakers. I think they have a chance if it's Kings Lakers. That's like LeBron's kryptonite, though. The Warriors. The Warriors, yeah. But He's got the best of them once. The Warriors' kryptonite right now is an airplane. So, <laughs> well, they're doing 
mean? They're doing oh, better uh, on the road. <laughs> I thought you were talking about the Clippers because you know it's the Clippers. That one flew right over your head. <laughs> no, but the Clippers, the Clippers plane got struck by lightning. That's what I thought you were talking about. Oh no, 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 no. no. Um, it'll be interesting for sure, but I don't think. Okay, we'll call them a playoff team because I'm sure LeBron will be able to will them to a win in the play-in unless it's the Warriors. I feel like but, whenever LeBron's on the court, though, like when he came back against the Bulls, all the other teammates just like instead of like playing like they were before, like what's his name, Austin Reeves, yeah, and all yeah. those guys, they kind of just look at him. Yeah, like, they kind of just expect him to make the plays now. Yeah, like he or almost like they don't want to like they don't want to play in his shadow, but they don't. They also don't want to overshadow. Well, they look like they look to him like he's like the alpha dog, but he doesn't have the. Uh, I don't want to say the alpha dog mentality, but he's not like mean. He won't like yell at him and tell him. He's not a Jordan. He's not yeah. going to get in your face and tell you to fucking play better. Yeah. He might whine about it in the locker room after the game and tell you. But to play I feel like, like shit. a lot of the people need that. They need someone in their face bitching at them the whole time. Yeah, like a Pat Bev. You got a Pat Bev on your that team. That was disrespectful. Pat- Did you see what he did to LeBron? The two small. Yeah, the two small. I would have knocked the shit out of him, bro. Uh, that shit's funny, man. though, and it's Pat Bev, You're going to say that to Le- LeBron? Pat Bev's like, what, 6'3"? Exactly. Yeah, but that that is Pat Bev. Like, anybody in the league who has played <laughs> against Pat Bev, <laughs> that is Pat Bev's whole persona. Anytime I hear Pat Bev now, the only thing that I can think of is him ripping his jersey off of the plate and throwing <laughs> it into the crowd when he was with the Timberwolves last year. Uh, what about when he rocked a baby on Russ? That was hilarious. Oh, man. Like, dude, you were a nine seed and you beat an eight seed. And yeah, you just threw again, your though, that's his whole, like, his whole career has been built on that persona. Did you see that quote he had? He used when they were when people asked him about him playing on the Lakers. Mm-mm. He was like, "I was a spoon, and they were using me as a fork." Oh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, what is that? What, what are you trying to get at there, man? Like, what what point are you trying to make with that stupid <laughs> quote? I don't know. We'll see. I'll call him a playoff team because yes, unless it's the Warriors, they'll probably make it through the play-in, they're getting bounced first round. They're getting bounced. There's, there, I mean, I'm not saying that they're going to run through half the teams in the first round. There's like one or two that they – I think they have a shot against, like the Kings. I think they got a shot just because that team has no experience. Yeah. They have um, no defense either. Where are the Clippers at right now? Fifth? Fallen. I think they might have a shot against the Clips because – the, yeah, but the issue is, as a play-in team, you're playing the one or two seed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're not getting. Yeah. They're not getting no mid-tier like matchup <laughs> so against like the Kings or the Clips. The, are the Kings too, or is it the Grizz? I think I the think Grizz, the Grizz okay. are now too. I actually think they have it. They would have a shot against the Grizzlies. No. No. Mm-mm. Especially if the Grizzlies are like low-key. They have a if like if it ended today, they'd have an easy path because they got Jokic who chokes in the playoffs. The Suns with a injured KD who I don't or is he activated now? I don't know. He's playing tonight. Okay. Or he's oh. playing when he's playing. So to, we record on Tuesday, so he's playing tomorrow night, and it'll be the night before the podcast airs. Well, if KD doesn't get hurt again, then that could be a problem. But you never know what's going to happen there. Paul George, I, I don't know what's going on with him. Uh, sprained knee. So did they say how long it's going to be? Or? He should be back for the playoffs. So maybe it's not as easy. I would love to see the Warriors and uh, Grizzlies matchup, though, in the playoffs. I would love to see that as, like, the Western Conference Finals matchup. Be a great series. Yeah. It'll be interesting for sure. But I think that about does it for us today. We got anything to add, guys? Not that I know of. About covered it all. Sweet. 
Well, if you've made it to this point in the episode, we appreciate you for watching the full episode. Check us out on Spotify, Apple, or YouTube, or anywhere you get your podcast. Every Thursday morning, and we're on all of their socials as well, at From the Stands Podcast. We appreciate you guys. Peace.